Once a month, as part of Joondalup Councillor John Hogue Logan's School of Thought series, some fabulous children in our community share their views with us on a range of matters which are very important to them. Now, most recently, John has been joined by Duncraig Primary School students. We've got Haley, Isla, Cooper and Matteo discussing fast fashion, robots and artificial intelligence, our endangered koala and bushranger Ned Kelly. Now, Haley says that fast fashion has become a major environment issue and is causing misery to people who produce the those in third world countries tend to agree with her there. Isla weighs up the costs and benefits of robots and artificial intelligence in our future world and she says while many jobs will be lost, new and exciting ones will replace them. And Cooper looks at why the koala is endangered. He says technology may come to the little Aussie icons rescue from bushfires and Matteo considers the story of bushranger Ned Kelly in the context of family and life's key values. So we're about to have a to the fabulous four year six students from Duncray Primary School with John Logan. But keep in mind, you can also have repeat it by having listened to our podcast on curtainfm.com.au forward slash school of thought. It's students having their say. John Logan's School of Thought. Hayley, you want to talk about fast fashion. Yeah. What is fast fashion? Fast fashion is how people are buying really cheap, poorly made clothes to like follow trends or to fit in. But um, the clothes don't really last very long because they're not very well made. And so in the end, they just get discarded. So why is fast fashion becoming popular? Well, it's because um, recently lots of people have been making trends. And these trends include patch jeans, colour block and especially face masks. And so um, companies are catching on to this and are, like, using sweatshops to make really bad, poorly made clothes to sell. Do you think people should be more aware that people are being exploited to make the fast fashions? Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Um, I just think it's really horrible how this is happening. Should we be manufacturing perhaps more quality clothes here in our country, perhaps by governments offering incentives to businesses? Oh, yes, yes. You should reduce, reuse, recycle by only buying good quality clothes. Hayley, what happens to the cheap clothes, these fast fashion clothes that we're talking about after we finish with them? Well, um, you can either choose to donate your clothes or to throw them out. And if you donate them, they normally end up in op shops near where you live. Some of the clothing actually ends up in landfill, does it? Yeah, yeah, it does. Um, actually, in Accra, a plot of land was set aside to last 15 years, but it only lasted five because it got filled up with fast fashion. So dumping of clothes is a big problem as well? Oh, uh, yes. Um, some clothes end up in lakes and rivers, which can cause eutrophication. Kids, have you thought about this, fast fashion? Philo, what's your view? Well, I mean, nowadays with all these new social media like TikTok and Instagram, trends come and go and people are just trying to stay trendy and getting all these new clothes, but it's actually really, really bad for the environment. Well, I agree with Isla completely that people are just trying to stay in fashion, I guess, and people are just making more of a problem by getting cheap, horrible clothes and throwing them away. Hayley, how about at school? What's happening at school? Any education programs around what's actually happening with the likes of fast fashions? Um, well, we actually have a teacher at our school and her name is Angela Coombs and she only wears second-hand clothes and she's really an inspiration for people like me because she comes up with really great ideas to teach us about sustainability. Isla, you've told me that you're interested in artificial intelligence. What forms of artificial intelligence interest you the most and why? 
Well, I think it's crazy now that on technology we have all these virtual assistants like Siri and Alexa that can answer any of your questions. I think that is such a cool topic. Joondalup Council is supporting a group of like-minded people to establish a centre to test and develop robotics and automation. Do you see such an approach to sharing information on robotics, automation, artificial intelligence as a smart move for your future? Um, Well, yeah, since there's a lot of budding engineers and scientists like coming up now for the future, I think it is a smart idea to be promoting it as I can see a lot of jobs being automated in the future. Mateo, I'll bring you into this conversation. Does it scare you that robots could take over? I don't think about it often, really, but, uh, yeah, a bit. Hayley, what do you think? Well, I see lots of, like... Um, movies and hear lots of books about like robots taking over the world it honestly seems like something so fiction that i can't believe it could actually happen one day cooper do you think robots should be kept in their place well um i see read a lot of books that have robots sort of becoming the future and it is sort of scary to think of as if robots take over then we won't have any jobs or really anything, any purpose in life. Isla, do you see artificial intelligence as creating more jobs than jobs lost because of these machines? Well, I mean, we've already kind of seen some jobs become automated and some research has predicted by mid-2030 that 30% of jobs will actually be automated. But I do believe that we can get more AI workers to help build the AIs, but it is still quite a lot that humans won't even have an actual job of their choice, really. How about retraining? Do you think we'll be able to retrain people? I mean, it would be a lot of work, but I think it would be possible to retrain people because we do have that ability to kind of adapt. Now, you all love koalas, don't you? What do you like about koala bears? Well, I mean, they're super cute and they're definitely a big part of the Australian wildlife. Well, they're very iconic, just like the kangaroos of Australia. I love seeing them at zoos because they're so adorable. Cooper, what do you like about koalas? Um, Well, I just love how cute they are and how they sleep all the time. (laughs) You particularly wanted to talk about koalas today. Yes. I understand there's less than 100,000 of them in the wild. There might even be less than 50,000. That's Mm -hmm. what some people say. Why is their numbers in so serious decline? Well, one of the main reasons is fires. Koalas, as they're slow animals, don't really have anywhere to go as their trees are being burnt down. Solar tagging starts by clipping a little device onto an animal's ear. It's fitted with a VHF transmitter, which can track the device in a one-kilometre radius. So when fires come, we have special people that go out into the forest where the fires are and get all the koalas and animals out from there and relocate them somewhere else where they're safe. Do you think those ear-tagging trackers can be used on other animals successfully? Um, Yes, I reckon they can work on any other animals because they will serve the exact same purpose for anything. Do you think that the research and the development of trackers should be expanded, as Cooper said, into other areas? Let's start with Hayley. Um, well, I'm sure koalas are the, aren't the only species that has like, been threatened by bushfires, so I think they should. What do you think about this, Mateo? Um, yes, I think it should be expanded to a lot more endangered or critically endangered animals. How about you, Isla? Yeah, well, I think they should be expanded because, as we know, koalas are endangered, but there is a lot of other species that are endangered too which are really like australia's own so it would be super sad to see them go 
Ned Kelly continues to capture the imaginations of people. Matea, you've been studying Ned Kelly. Do you think if Ned Kelly was born in the 21st century, he'd be a different man? I mean, there's still a lot of discrimination and corruption around today, which he faced in his time. And of course, there's still lots of ordinary people feeling that their views don't matter to the authorities. I think he wouldn't be too much different to when he was. Um, But I think he would be slightly different as a person. Let's get the views of the other people in the podcast team today. Isla? Well, I mean, as you guys said earlier, like, it kind of just went from one thing and his life kind of spiralled out of control. So I feel like if he was born in this century, things definitely could have gone a lot different. So do you think, Matea, that he just tackled things the wrong way? Yeah. Did he have enough positive influences around him, like you kids have got great parents, for example, to steer him on the right track when you need it? No, when he was 11, his father died, so that wouldn't have helped. What do you think, Hayley? Um, I've actually read a book called The Geraldry Letter, and um, it actually um, tells me a lot about him as a person. And so I think that if he was in the 21st century, I think he would have been a bit of a better person. So he didn't have a lot of chances when you think about it. His upbringing was a tough one. And perhaps, as Isla said, he didn't have the opportunities that you kids have. Cooper? As Hayley and Mateo were saying, that um, his parents did die when he was quite young, so it was sort of hard for him to take that in. So he was pretty confused and sort of distressed um, about the things that were going on around him. Local students, their views. John Logan's School of Thought. Aren't they fabulous? Good on them. The Duncray Primary School children there joining us today from the School of Thought with John Hogan. Um, also, if you'd like to have another listen to that, please don't hesitate to go to our website, curtainfm.com.au forward slash school of thought. Thank you.